0: Welcome back to your daily dose with Bob and Nick. It's Bob. As many of you know, Nick is a co-owner of Joybird Books in Orlando. This venture has opened up many new horizons for him. Today you get a special treat. In his bookstore travels, Nick discovered his own personal in-depth astrological reading. Though published in 1974, it's highly technical and it offers some stunning insights into the life and the mind of my podcast partner. Once you hear the author's declaration about what sets his book apart from all those that came before it, you will know that this wisdom and these insights are real. Check them out. Are you playing that role, like a social media connection for Joy Yeah, Bird?
1: yeah. I'm surprised that I am, um, but not surprised that I am, but it's not necessarily like my best role, I don't think, but yeah. I'm good
0: at it. I, if I were doing that role, I'm not, but if I were, <gasps> I think what I would do is... Every day I would find a passage from one of the books in my store, just a simple little something. It could just be beautiful words and put it out there and just say, here's an example of what you'll find inside our books.
1: So it's funny that you say that because (laughs) I
0: am planning
1: to do that at some point. But I found some passages yesterday because we were looking at astrology books. And uh, let's see, I found one that was about me. So apparently, <laughs> I, I have a Mercury sextile Pluto. There's a lot of stuff in astrology that I didn't really realize.
0: What is a Mercury sextile Pluto? Pluto. So the
1: sextile between Mercury and Pluto, it's some sort of like, you know, the moon and ri- is rising in this or the house of this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what a sextile is exactly. But it shows that I have an analytical intellect and can understand the most elusive and obscure subjects. My comprehension is deep, (laughs) my perception keen, and I derive more meaning from my experiences than others do.
0: I believe that this may be My
1: pronounced psychic ability is used more often than I am aware. (laughs) I feel your power growing. I will gradually become conscious of this faculty and learn to take advantage of it. It is easy for me to find logical explanations for most seemingly
0: mysterious events <laughs> so profoundly stated <laughs> uh, listeners can't see Nick reading this off of his phone but uh but it was really moving because uh, I think most of the stuff that you described there has a certain amount of accuracy to it yeah at least based on my experience about you now where did you find that we were looking we got a bunch of astrology books in mm-hmm.
1: and so we were looking through them trying to price them trying to figure out again what what the value of a book is,
0: How especially an older book. Yeah, that's a, okay, so what are the variables that go into figuring that out?
1: Oh, so you can, what's nice is now, you know, you used to have books just to figure out like what your different signs were, what the different planets were doing at the time you were born. Yeah. Um, now you can just go online, put in your date of birth and your time of birth, and it'll come up, it'll spit out all that data oh, for yeah. you. So then you go back to the book um and every book is going to be different every astrologer or person who put out a book is going to have a different interpretation um but you go back to the book and you say okay so i'm this and this so what does that chart get
0: me wow that's that seems very subjective
1: it's incredibly subjective you know what isn't subjective is the way the guy described his book which i want to read to you now because (laughs) i love this he went hard There have been many introductory books written about astrology, but the subject of aspects, which is like the different pieces and parts, has often been overlooked or treated too lightly. Robert Pelletier, uh, his book, Planets and Aspect, Understanding Your Inner Dynamics, does the job other astrologers have failed to do. (laughs)
0: He's carving out a niche here.
1: I mean, he's he's calling everybody else out. Yeah. <laughs> it is undoubtedly the most thorough, in-depth study of planetary aspects ever published.
0: That's a keeper right there. Yeah, 1974. 74. The <laughs> well, the planets aren't changing that much.
1: I mean, as far as I know, they're all still there.
0: Well, Pluto, not so much. It's not, still there. But not as a planet. It's a it's a it's You're a lesser planet. status. Okay, guess what? It's like you got this job, right? And they're like, look, we're going to let you stay at the company, but we're going to demote you. Yeah. Yeah, It's fine.
1: You know know how much less responsibility Pluto has now than the other planets?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I don't understand planetary responsibility. Well, look,
1: Jupiter has like something like 30 something moons. Yeah. Like, imagine having to keep track of all that. Right. Saturn's got to keep those rings. All those rings. And Pluto's like, I don't have to be a planet anymore, (laughs) but I get to keep
0: rotating around the. Shift. All right, I'll Shift. do it. All the food and none of the responsibility. That's great. Yeah. You know, I guess now I understand. That. Yeah, You teach me so much about interplanetary relationships.
1: Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. On reviewing this episode, I realized that Bob at some point asked me how we price books, sort of the characteristics and the things that we look for in that process. But apparently I wasn't done talking about astrology. I wanted to talk a little bit more about astrology. So there you go. If you have any suggestions on social media posts from a used bookstore, please let me know. I am uh, uh, always looking for suggestions and things that'll engage people with content. Have a great day.